You're listening to DraftKings Network. Thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. This is going to be one big-ass segment. Big, big, big. We're going to talk a little bit about MLS. A little bit about Premier League. And then we're going to do a little Cooligans corner all in one in this episode of The Cooligans. I almost forgot to yell on that one. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Again. Cool cool again. Yeah, well, that's what we are. Well, yeah. I wonder about why again. We never stop being <laughs> we never cool. Stop being. Uh, welcome. We, if anything, it's dope still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but can we change the name of the show? <laughs> to Dope Still? <laughs> With the Dope Stills. Yeah. <laughs> the Dope Stills. Uh, we're the currently awesomes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love all these names. I got to be honest. Better than Cooligan. Uh, yeah, these are all lovely. Uh, yeah, that's us. We are the Cooligans. That's who the hell we are. Uh, we're your favorite stand-up comedian to host a soccer podcast. That's right. And what, for the first time in what seems like a year, we're not in Canada. I know. We're back in New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, it was tough, the, you know, letting us back in. They were like, hey, what's, what's up with the, the moose hat you guys got on? They were like, well, you guys seem like you seem a little too Canadian. Right, I'm just I'm just t- completely covered in maple syrup. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Why would you say that? Uh, yeah, we are back uh, from Canada. We obviously the last uh, uh, what three, four weeks we've been uh, uh, traveling up there for the for, for the MLS matches. Have right. been uh, you know obviously lovely, and I, we are sad that the MLS is over. Yeah, the Seattle Sounders are your. Winners, we didn't talk about one thing uh, in the last episode, uh, the Seattle uh, Parade. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't massive. Talk, massive. I mean, there were just, I think, a billion people. I, th- I think, yeah, I, that's probably or, right. Give or take. Yeah, let's say there's 330 million people in the U.S. And I think yes. if you if you consider how many of them live in Seattle, I think a billion is a billion, just about right. Yeah, I, well, they, <laughs> it was interesting. They decided to have the parade in a Chinese city. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Well, they, they won the cup in Canada. In a, in a small Chinese city. Small Chinese city. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like a modest. <laughs> Roughly, town. yeah. 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 Uh, but no, a lot of people showed up to... Tons. Uh, uh, to that and that which was cool. I think also is is that's big for that's just as big for soccer as you know sort of having great ratings and things of that nature because yeah. that's something that everyone's going to show and you're going to be able to look at that as a non-soccer fan and go oh my god look at how many people care about the sport you know what I mean exactly you're going to feel like you're missing out on something but, but thank you to Sports Center for not covering it at all uh, oh <laughs> I was hoping that they would have at least shown something uh, I di- I don't think I mean I watched uh, a, a little bit what well, well, was on a two last Tuesday when they had the parade and there was very little or next to no coverage on on like the bigger shows like you would think at like the right. 8, 8 p.m. Sports Center or 6 p.m. Sports Center they would right. just say hey it was just a it was a big parade. Maybe numbers never lie. You know, maybe they could get a little bit of uh, information. It wasn't, it wasn't that big a story uh, on ESPN, uh, which is a bummer. But what are you going to do? Especially since they're, they pay to cover the sport. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you gonna, that's, a, that's the world we live in. One what, day. Is, what is this? Uh, what is it, a six-year deal? More uh, like a six-year ordeal. Am I right? <laughs> All right. Ooh, we're getting started hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. The old pun gun loaded and ready to go. The, the one thing that I Is think. That a pun? Probably not. I, I think the biggest thing that was cool uh, uh, from, from the parade was obviously uh, Deuce, Clint Dempsey. He made yeah. the news uh, for, for He's out on, there on, on, <laughs> on the live broadcast, not, not holding back a little, you know, even a you little know, bit. The, the guy on the dump button ready for, uh, you know, for swear <laughs> words was like, ah, this is a sports parade. We should be fine. This is, uh, yeah. Also, like, uh, you know, this is soccer. This is, this 
these are all nice boys. These they're, are nice. This church going. No way we're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. No reason yeah. to worry about. Uh, oh, my God. And also, he really didn't say a swear word. I he mean, said a sound that sounds like. A, <laughs> I mean, you're being meant very. To say you're you're being very kind. She is not a bad word. <laughs> I mean, that's if you're the. I mean, it sounded like the dude from the wire. The you know the mayor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got to throw a T though. I don't think he said a T without a T. Without a T, it's a perfectly. Yeah, you could you could play that you know, on Saturday morning cartoons. That's right. The, he could have been saying Chia Labouf. He could have been saying. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then they have a rap battle because for both of them rap now. That would be you know that would be a cool. That'd be uh, about a guess weight on that. Oh my god! <laughs> right you ain't got all the answers, Sway. You ain't got all the guests, Sway. Uh, but yeah, so if you, if you didn't see it, this, kind of went viral. And on on you know we uh, we follow a lot of the Portland fans on yeah. Twitter and, and the Seattle fans, and they were a lot of Portland fans not happy with uh, with what he said. So if you don't if you didn't uh, hear what he said, he uh, he was on you know on the podium uh, on the stage talking to all the fans. Well, I guess the microphone was being passed around, and he really didn't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah. But he uh, used, Dempsey, he was very efficient. I think with Dempsey his time. thought it was a blunt that was yeah. being passed around, and <laughs> yeah. it was an active microphone yeah, that he was like mad respect. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to hold on to this for too long, you know. But he uh, he goes um, now that we, now that we finally won one, Portland can't say shit, yeah. and then walked off. And then uh, I I don't remember the guy's name, but he was you know like the, one of the communications people uh, uh, for either the network or the team was like, uh, oh, well, I uh, hope that was on tape delay. And yeah. uh, no, it was not. Everybody, the answer is no. Everybody, no. everybody heard it. But then the Portland fans uh, after that were like, uh, yo, Deuce, did you contribute anything to that championship? You didn't do a thing. Well, I mean, he did. He was on the <laughs> team before. That's right. I mean, but they were, they were talking a lot of smack. Yeah. Well, you can't say he has no heart. I mean, he has some, right? It's just a irregular. He has an irregular heart. <laughs> he's working on it. He's, he's yeah. supposed to be back at the, the January camp uh, for yeah, the I don't US know how team. He get called. How does he get called into the January camp? I don't know. I mean, look, if he look, if he's healthy, you want him on the team. There's no you, you can't deny his his resume. You do have to use the best players you have to qualify since we're in last place in the qualification. Yeah, 100 percent. So uh, yeah, so he might be look, and we're we are very happy with, uh, that he's uh, he's getting better and he's on the mend. That absolutely very happy yeah, yeah, about. Very I, excited. Yeah, it's the a, fact that he got a call up, I'm not too happy about. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? It's like you know, again, this is the Deuce is Bruce Arena's Jermaine Jones for a Klinsman. Okay, it's like why is this old man? And again, would never say this to his face, but why <laughs> is this old man on this team? It's stop it. He's not going to be here for the next World Cup. Are you referring to Dempsey or Jermaine both. Jones or both? Are you if Dempsey's them? starting for us in the next World Cup, we didn't make that World Cup. <laughs> we, yeah, this is the absolutely worst case scenario. Yeah. I mean, I think because of the poor showing, you know, in, in the in the last uh, two qualifiers. Right. At I, this I, point, you're like, what else? I, I need I need to go with what, I, what, what has worked in the past. And I get that. And I think, yeah, you have to come in with all your guns a-blazing, but... You know, if this is the gun you're using during the World Cup in the group stage, if this is the guy, if we get a chance to qualify, we've made a terrible mistake. Sure. Uh, and in general, how do you how do you feel now that the MLS is uh, over for the for the year? I thought it was a very exciting year. Um, I thought it was a very exciting year for us. You know, I sort of I sort of rate, uh, you know, Cooligans uh, and, and what what's happening to us and what we're able to do uh, based on the MLS season itself. We've had our first live events. Uh, we've had, you know, player interviews and, you know, there's there's been a lot that's happened. So uh, the league has been just as exciting as it's ever been. 
TV ratings haven't really been going anywhere that they wanted to. You know, it's in, incrementally increased, but not incredible amounts. Uh, so we'll see. I think I'm very excited about what's going on and what, what may be happening in the future for the league and for us. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I'm happy to get back to a little bit of Arsenal, you know, and and watch that ship go down burning. <laughs> uh, uh, back in fourth place, right where we belong. I want to kill somebody. Okay. And before we uh begin the, you know, the murder spree, uh yeah. I uh I'm th- this is this has been the most exciting uh Obviously, the most exciting MLS season I've ever experienced because I got right. to experience it in such a ridiculous way, uh, uh, and and got to see a lot of uh, you know. I mean, from going to the final, from uh, ridiculous, from uh, you know, meeting more NYCFC players, from talking to, uh, having interviews. So we 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 uh, get a, a, a perspective on the league that's that's a little closer than just like obviously just like regular people. Yeah. But it's also I feel like you know to to some extent we're like. Trying to give people a, a, a look inside the league that that people are not familiar with. Right, we're trying to bring the, our fans with us. You know, it's yeah. not about we're not the ones getting invited to the party. We're all invited to the party. <laughs> Just don't show up because we're the only ones actually allowed in. But yeah, because if you show up, then we're gonna be like, well, yeah. I don't know this guy. Yeah, really it's like, know. look, I mean, he he follows me on Twitter, but I don't feel like that's really enough to like yeah. count him yeah. as a plus one. Or- I mean, <laughs> you know, when you when I said that we would be coming, the cool kids are coming. We didn't mean all of our listeners, you know. So I guess you yeah. guys kind of got to stay. We're actually very surprised with how many showed up. Yeah. This yeah. is kind of. <laughs> We're gonna toss our d'oeuvres out the window. Uh, <laughs> which one of you has big hands? You're gonna catch the risotto. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this this has been. Uh, I you know I, I'll say to any to anyone listening to this right now. I hope that you feel a little bit more connected to the MLS. I mean, look, there's a, there's a bunch of podcasts that focus on on European uh, leagues and yeah. and and, and uh, on world teams and 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 obviously the Premier League gets probably the most coverage. Than, and there's a than, lot of. Podcasts that focus on MLS, yeah. which may not be as entertaining as ours. That's the nicest way I could put it. Yeah, I think that's the hope is that you look, we're, we're, we're we don't pretend to be these, uh, you know, journalists uh, per no. se, but we can uh, hopefully our personalities can bring out a side uh, of, of, uh, of the game of, uh, 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 you know, it can bring out something out of the players that we talk to yeah, man. that you, you, that you're actually like, Oh cool. This is, this is a thing that is unique that I can't really find anywhere else. Exactly. I mean, watch that, you know, watch the, uh, watch the Jimmy video, watch the, uh, Jack Harrison video. That's right. You know, Jimmy, maybe you see him talk that way often, but Jack, I mean, you've never seen him, uh, that way. That's something that, you know, we're able to do. So watch it and subscribe and tell all your friends to subscribe. Exactly. And it's just going to keep getting better and better from here. It sounds like our last day of high school. The way we're talking. <laughs> Keep in touch. <laughs> Just, I'm writing your yearbook right now. Yeah. Do they still do that, or do they just like take a picture and write over that? Wait, do they still have yearbooks? Yeah. You think that? Yeah. Think no, they, they, they have yearbooks. They, they don't get like a. They don't get like a, don't just, a link to an Instagram account that's there. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Your yearbook is not just a Snapchat filter. That'd be dope, wouldn't it? That would be dope. You just like in regular clothes. You swipe. You're wearing your graduation cap. Lasers behind you. Um, I yeah. I just invented something. This is uh, yeah, a, a, a great year in MLS. And, Wonderful. And it, look, uh, um, David Villa wins the MVP, and you got two NYCFC Red Bulls. That are in the, as well. in the playoffs, Red Bulls game, 7 nothing. I mean, Seattle winning their first in the modern era. I mean, so much. Toronto, what a great run in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Probably ended a little a little faster than they wanted. I mean, I will never, ever, ever forget the Montreal-Toronto 
series. That's for right. As long as I live, that was riveting. Legendary. Uh, you know, even just how much fun the match was in Montreal was incredible. Yeah, just that whole experience. That experience was great. Yeah, 60, what is it, 60, almost 61,000 61, people. 61,004, right? an MLS match. That's, yeah. that's, I mean, look, we, we, we're, we haven't gone to a Seattle Sounders uh, game, but this is, in the East Coast, this is crazy yeah. to, to, to experience something like that. It was wild. And, you know, come on. Uh, there's been so much, so much dope stuff. And all the, all the angry emails we've gotten because we've made fun of uh, Montreal Bagels. Step your bagel game up, guys. This <laughs> sucks, dude. What oh are you going to do? Yeah, there's just a... I mean, I told them to chill with the death breath about the bagel. Like, right. I mean, we're just we're giving our opinion on bagels. Come on. Guys. Didn't realize we were touching on such a... Oh, hot button. <laughs> hot button. Hot button topic for Canadians. <laughs> yeah, just a... Uh, you know, people had a, like a bullseye, and then a, then a, it was a bagel, right. and then our faces in the, in the in middle, middle of the, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till they hear our uh, review of a pea meal in Toronto. That's right. Which, by the way, I found out, guys. If you're listening and you're Toronto FC fans, let me know what you think. Or if you live in Toronto, turns out everyone in Canada hates Toronto. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was talking to a bunch of Canadians last night, and they're like, "Ugh, Toronto, such full of shit." Is it like it was like really arrogance uh, that they associate with Toronto? Toronto I don't know if that's. I think they think that they're fake and that they try to be New York, and they're not. I blame Drake. I think it's because of Drake. It's probably because of Drake. You know, everybody got uh, like riding on his coattails, right? And they just they just don't like him, so they associate him with. It's probably also because like for Americans, Toronto is the coolest city in Canada because it has Drake. Okay, sure. You know what I mean? Like that's the the one the most notable city now. Yeah, I guess. I still think Montreal is a better city. I mean, look for for uh, as an ambassador for Toronto, right. Drake is he's doing very well. He's doing a hell of a job. Yeah, he's putting yeah. he literally putting Toronto on the map. Yeah, Newark never had this ambassador. <laughs> we had Red Man doing his crib episode. That's right. Yeah, that was pretty legendary. Yeah, that's it. That's what we've had so far <laughs> for Newark. So Toronto's doing pretty great. Oh, uh, but no, I Montreal blows it out of the water. Yeah, culture wise, culture, it's fun. It's I mean, great. I mean, but Toronto was great. They were, you know, Toronto's we, dope. Everyone's very Thanks nice for inviting us, guys. <laughs> uh, very nice of you. Um, all right. So now that the MLS is over, uh, Premier League is, you know, the other league we focus on as well. We have uh, teams yeah. we support and follow over there. Uh, so we'll, uh, up until MLS comes back, we're going to have a, a, a lot of EPL talk. A lot of EPL talk, guys. Yeah. Uh, and obviously there's a, you know, a lot, a lot of Liga off, and uh, yeah, a lot of other leagues, uh, offseason stuff happening in the MLS. I, th- I think that's what we're, we're sort of realizing after, I think when we started this podcast, we were like, oh, we'll do both. And and we I think we were, we leaned more on Premier League uh, uh, when we started. But now I, f- I feel like it's, MLS is where it's at, man. We're going to talk a little hot stove. We're going to do a little hot stove. Hot stove. Yeah. You know, like uh, transfers and free agents. Oh, sure, sure. You hear Adoro signed back up with Montreal. That's right. That's right. Do you know Adoro's uh, Twitter by any chance? Yeah. Freaky Fast. Yeah. Freaky Fast eight. Eight, 8. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he knows his strengths. <laughs> he knows what's up. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot going on. And uh, we'll update you guys. So if you're MLS fans and you're not necessarily Premier League fans, I know Matu sent us an email. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, which uh, thanks for still having my photo up. <laughs> and uh, we will get you that consolation prize. That's right. We will. Uh, we're going to send you something from uh, On the Valley Apparel. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to reach out to you. And you'll hear this on the email. I don't know why the fans need to hear this. Well, well, nonetheless. <laughs> but I know in like, the email he said Christian's the nice one. All right. He's the one who forgot to send you 
the consolation prize, so maybe he's not so nice. Is I don't it, know. Is it my fault specifically? Uh, my fault? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, uh, well, I'm going <laughs> to pin it on you. I love it. Which that seems works. like is not a nice move, and it makes me too right. But still, I want to take you down with me. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's some folks that are not Premier League fans that listen. We're going to continue talking about MLS. So continue listening. Every yeah, and also uh, you can always email us soccercooligans at gmail.com. We're not, we're not tapped into every single team, so let us know if there's any off-season moves that are happening that you're like excited about, and yeah. we'll uh, you know we'll probably talk about it on the show. Or if you're a fan of another team, who's a player you want? What what position do you want to see filled? Uh, you know, talk to us. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know. Hit us up, dog. Yeah, just, come on, yeah. Just, yo, what are you, why, you're not even talking to me anymore. Yo, like, HMU, my dude. <laughs> did, yo, did something happen between us? Because, like, all of a sudden, you're just, like, not really reaching out like you used to. It's like, yo, you were there, and all of a sudden, you're not there anymore. <laughs> Inbox looking barren, my dude. <laughs> all right, so. I in, miss you. Uh, in, uh, in the Premier League uh, last week was uh, a, a string of, uh, kind of, you know, some really fun games. Uh, Arsenal. If yeah, you don't, fun if, if you're not an Arsenal fan. If you're a new uh, listener to this show, Alexis Guerrero says, a very big Arsenal fan, massive, I, and I'm yeah, I'm talking about size. He's a lar- He's one of the yeah. larger, one of the largest. <laughs> they don't make him like me, baby. <laughs> uh, but he is a, a big Arsenal fan. Arsenal played against Manchester City and looked like they this they, they should have recovered from their loss against Everton from last week. Uh, and Jamie, my friend from Scotland, hit me up and he's like, "What do you think?" He's like, "It's going to be five one. City sucks." <laughs> And I said, nah, City has a way of playing well against us. I thought we would win 2-1. I did not think we would lose 2-1. Yeah, so there was an early goal from Theo Walcott. The curse of scoring too early. And then, look, there's no such thing as scoring too early. I mean, yeah, before the whistle, it's probably too early. Mm-hmm. But uh, you want to score whenever you can. But, uh, God, what a tale of two different teams, man. Yeah, first half, uh, Arsenal, I mean, looked dominant. And Dreadful. Second, second half. Second half uh, I don't want to say it's just tired, but... it. it it, it it looked like um, they were gassed. It, I mean, it, it it just looked like uh, Manchester City like got the 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 flower from Super Mario. Like they just <laughs> right, like yeah. they, they were invincible. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, or the star, or whatever. It was uh, De Bruyne's pad. I mean, everything everything about that. It was it was two different matches. It was two different forty five minute matches. Yeah, we won the first one. We severely lost the second one. Is essentially how it's going to play out. Uh, again, we miss Mustafi. I don't know if Shaka is being stretched too far because Mustafi's not there. I don't know what exactly is happening. Maybe we're just gassed. Maybe we've just played too many matches. And again, here comes the Premier League now taking a freaking break. You know, they got to play through the entire winter because, oh, they're so strong. Strong <laughs> men out there in England. Yeah, you can't a- take a relaxation for a little bit. You know, Germany shuts down. You better than Germany, dude. <laughs> In World War Two, you were, but <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. I, 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 there's so many excuses, and a lot of people I mean, are blaming Wenger. The most embarrassing thing out of all this is Arsenal fan TV. Okay, why? Why is it? Oh my so god, we look like idiots every time. Uh, this that entire channel is only used to abuse us. And that's it. We are a laughing stock every time. Used by whom? To because it's an every, Arsenal. It's supporting Arsenal. Every other fan base. Those videos get views because there's people pointing and laughing at us. We look like idiots. We have some guy saying, I'm going to bring the banner back out. Look, he was right about a lot of things. You know, what we know from Arsene Wenger now, all right, we know a lot about him. We know that at halftime, he doesn't say anything. Oh, oh, really? That's like a normal thing. Yeah, he doesn't even go in the player's dressing room. (laughs) Why does he not say a word? Because he feels the players are professionals. They should be able to come up with a plan on their own. That's for the captain to do. 
And I've never heard of something like that. In you want to hear life. something even more shocking? He doesn't plan for the team they're playing. Wow. There's, a, there's a famous story, and I brought this up when we were talking to Jimmy Conrad. Uh, Thierry Henry went into the locker, went into the coach's room. He went into the gaffer's room, if you will, into mm-hmm. uh, Wenger's office. And he said, hey, uh, we're playing Barcelona away in the second leg, and we need to win in the Champions League. It's tomorrow. Yeah, you want to uh, are we? I mean, you get paid quite a bit to, <laughs> yeah. to do to to manage to like, coach. At what point are you going to give us the plan? <laughs> and he goes, "What plan? We play our game, and hopefully, we're better than them." Wow. And he was like, "So we're not going to do anything differently." And if you remember, there was a little bit of a mutiny. I mean, with that strategy, I literally I can do that job because you. What are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I could probably even do a tad better. The cool again, we would at least say something at halftime. It might be like, "Yo, y'all want to go get pizza after this?" <laughs> but we'll say something at halftime. Yeah, just chime in a little yeah. bit. What would you say at halftime? I, I mean, I would, I would, uh, if 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 it's a second half of of that match, I'd be yeah. like, "Keep doing what you're doing, boys," because yeah. uh, it's. I mean, try to put you know a one more. In the net, and so yeah. hopefully, just seal this puppy. Can I just say something already better already than Arsene Wenger? <laughs> Look, all right, I should have my coaching badges. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's your A, your B, your C, your D, and your E license. That's all right, it's pretty easy. That's not bad. Yeah, uh, if Arsene Wenger could do it, we could do it. And I think this is the thing three weeks ago, Arsene Wenger is a god. Look how great he is, blah, blah. We've only lost the first match of the season. We're out of the EFL Cup. Who cares? Right? And now all of a sudden, people like Arsene Wenger out. This guy says he's going to bring the uh, the TIFO out again or the banner out that says Arsene Wenger out. I mean, you know, Arsenal fans, we're, this is part of it. We're like, we're, we're, we're idiots. You know, we look like idiots. We're played like idiots. And we continue to fall into that trap. We got people arguing with each other. This is ridiculous. It's two matches. We're nine points adrift from the top. I don't think we're going to catch Chelsea, but we need to continue to playing well. We need us to get back to playing well for 90 minutes because there's so much on the line. Resigning Ozil, resigning Alexis. I know a lot of fans don't care if Ozil stays or not. I want Ozil there. I want Alexis there. I don't care how much money they make. And I want, I don't care if Arsene Wenger is there or not. Okay. Yeah. I, it seems like the, uh, in, in that second half, I, I guess it's fatigue. I, you know, it's hard to tell, especially since Arsenal, uh, they're good. They're good with the ball. And they, they you know, they're, they're as far as, um, Tiki Taka, I guess the closest thing they 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 were it's like Tiki Taka light. In, yeah, in the first half it seemed like they they were a bit more successful, and then the second half they couldn't connect more than like two three passes, and that's it's just odd to see no, because City figured us out. And yeah, and let me ask you a question. I don't think in the past few weeks we've seen a better tandem than uh, Gibbs and Lucas. You know, he accounted for uh, two amazing goals. You know, Gibbs up there. I want Monreal off the team. Why not? Why is Gibbs and why is Lucas not starting? If our players are gassed, there's two players right there that get a break. Yeah. That, that, what are we doing? That's It, it seems odd that there weren't um, maybe some better changes. I, I mean, yeah. It looked like Arsenal had no idea what to do. No, uh, and we've had half. we have better depth than we've ever had. Well, uh, there were goals um, in the second half by Manchester City from uh, Raheem Sterling, uh, from Leroy Sane first, and and then uh, and then Raheem Sterling. Uh, so Raheem Sterling scoring again uh, in the Premier League. So I'm sure he's happy about that. But the, uh, have you have you gotten a chance to see uh, Leroy Sane play? I have not seen. It. Oh wait wait wait. Uh, this young, is the new Manchester City. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. young young kid. He has a he's little great. little fro. He's very good. Yeah. And, and uh, it's just I, for me, it's just exciting to see somebody same somebody named Leroy. Leroy in, in the in the Premier League. Bruce Leroy. Remember Bruce that? Le- I do remember. Yeah, the Last Dragon. <laughs> Show enough. Uh, yeah, caught him bullet in his mouth. Amazing. Um, 
I will say, don't try that at home, kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, some people were yeah. like, can, I, can you do that? Yeah, right, unless yeah. you really hate your parents. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't try that at home. Uh, one of the things that I'll say is uh, in Manchester City, man, they, are, they have this crop of players that are coming up next, even if it's just Ian Icho and Sané. I mean, Ianacho. Ianacho, my bad. Incredible. Just think of the food you love and then add an Ia next Sorry, to it. Sorry, Ia pizza. Uh, <laughs> Ia pizza is so good. Ia chicken parm is one of the best players. No, Ianacho and, and, and Sane. I mean, if this is, and you know, Angelina looks great. Shea Given looked good. If this is a sign, Shea Given, that's not Shea his Facey. name. Shea Facey. Shea Facey. Who's Shea Given? <laughs> I think he used to be in the league a long time ago. I think he played for Tottenham. Uh, Shea Facey. If, if this is what's coming next, I mean, you, you've got, you're really, really happy if you're. Well, uh, you're also, what, what did you think of, uh, so Ilkay Gundogan, he didn't, uh, he obviously is not playing because he was injured. Right. Uh, and uh, and uh, apparently it's grave. Apparently it's <laughs> it's so bad. Yes. They, I think they, they lit his name in fire on the field. Yeah. <laughs> just I hope get- he can make it. <laughs> To be honest, but I, so, uh, a few players um, wore his uh, wore his jersey with backwards, and they wore uh, you know with his name on their chest. Yeah, uh, in solidarity. To Pep so- Guardiola make you jump, jump, uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, All my old heads just got that <laughs> In solidarity, uh, because uh, Ilkay Gundogan got uh, injured, he had a knee injury, uh, so I think he's out for the season. Yeah, again. I mean, what's uh, what? What are we? What are they wearing that for? The guy's not. He doesn't have cancer. He He's not that bald kid that's at the Sunderland matches. <laughs> he is not. Yeah. Right. We, not, we actually verified this. He is not that bald. He kid. is not that. Bald. I thought for a second that I was like, I bet you that's okay. And then we were yeah. pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It was uh, we, we were we were incorrect. Where that where that kid's name on your shirt? Whatever it is. Uh, sure. You know yeah, what I mean? makes sense. The Ilke Gundogan, Gundogan, whatever. It, it seems, uh, you know, a, a bit a bit much. It's, it's a bit much. It's like one of the things where you tell somebody, you tell your boy, like, yo. You're doing too much right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you you mad extra right yeah, now. You mad extra. Yeah, I was so extra. Because <laughs> yeah, so he got hurt, and that's part of the game. You know, uh, you know when uh, who was it that got hurt? Welbeck. Welbeck got yeah. hurt last year. It wasn't. And he was out for the Euros. Yeah. He was out crying. <laughs> you weren't, but you you don't do a, a vigil. Yeah. For <laughs> Did everyone else on the team wear a black armband because <laughs> uh, you know with an extra big forehead? Yeah. Because uh, well, it, it, it sort of diminishes like the like the Chapuquense, right? Like it's right. like well, it's not the same. But you don't need to give the same about uh, yeah. gravitas. Well, actually, I don't know. Same. Did you see the the press conference that Chapuquense did? No. They actually said Forza Gundogan, Gunduan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they were. They were like. Really I know, upset about it. I, they were like, "Yes, it's just a big tragedy, but let's not forget what's going on in Manchester." <laughs> right. Listen, I mean, our players dying is terrible. They're, they're donating all the money that they got yeah. back to Ilkay directly. They're actually going to let Manchester City loan their only player that survived. <laughs> You know, just to replace uh, Ilkay. Baby left so hard. Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> I mean, thank you so much, Chapagoense. Great, thank you. Uh, good on you guys. Really man. honoring, class. honoring class. the true heroes. Really, just class. The true falling heroes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, just, it was a, a little excessive. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the the honoring of Ilkay Gundogan. Yeah, even I guess. <laughs> 
he's the only one that's been scoring the last couple of weeks, so they yeah. really needed to acknowledge him. Uh, but yes, yeah, um, hope hopefully he gets back. He, he will be back soon. He, you know, amazing surgeons. Let's hope out, out there for, for you know for the Premier League. So they're flying in only the best. <laughs> so he'll be fine. And yeah. <laughs> uh, oh boy! All right, let's uh, let's go to Everton against Liverpool, the Merseyside derby. Were uh, you? When you saw the, because you didn't get to watch the match, you I did watch the match. I all right, watch. well, then I, when was, you, I was working and I had it in a secret tab behind. At the uh, end, were you were you sad, yo? Oh, sad, yo. Well, I was pretty sad, yo. Uh, um, look, I I knew Ever- Everton could not win that game. Look, they came out. All, I mean, they came out all heart. They yeah. were they were ready to do and, this and, thing. And and the depending on what team. Uh, Arsenal plays like that. I mean, uh, what team uh, Everton. Everton plays? Uh, sometimes that's all they have. Just, just heart. Yeah. I, it, look, I don't know what style Ronald Coleman. I've watched a bunch of their matches. Sometimes they look great. I, for some reason, I don't feel like uh, you know Lukaku fits mm. into their system. Uh, maybe that's the case. I, I, I think their 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 system is flawed because they in in this match they they couldn't they didn't. They couldn't hold on to the ball. Yeah, that, you're never going to play there's possession nothing, game no, with a guy named Everton, Seamus Coleman on your Everton squad. cannot possess the ball. No. Unless they're playing a, a, like a just a very weak team that parks the bus. They can't. Any team that look, Liverpool was pressing. And uh, it, which again it, is also one of the best pressing. It worked. Teams it worked league, just completely. So um, uh, Everton was playing so defensive the entire game. They had no other choice. Uh, but it's really d- disappointing that there's really nothing going on um, in the middle of the field. There's nothing in the middle of the pitch. There's no real movement. There's no real passing going on. Everton relies so much on their, on their Their outside backs. Yeah. Their wing plays everything. And, and the only people who can bring the ball up are Leighton Baines and Seamus Coleman. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's frustrating because the, the, what, what it seems like the strategy is get the ball about to the, you know, kind of to the halfway line and then get it to Lukaku and and th- that's not reliable because his first touch is not that great. No. So it, it, when Liverpool was pressing on him uh, pretty well, he couldn't hold on to the ball. Couldn't he, do anything. You know, he wants to have his back to the goal and receive the ball, but that wasn't an option. And every time he got the ball, he was under such pressure to try to get a shot off. And there's also no one to pass it to. No. Who's he, who's he going to pass it to where he feels comfortable? But again, we talked about this with, uh, you know, um, what's his name? Who's the homie that, that did the tackle on uh, Henderson? Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley. This guy's your center, central attacking mid. Yeah. He, he, How? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look great. Uh, he looks like a defensive midfielder at best. He has the ability. He reminds me a lot of Ramsey. He clearly has the ability to like be forward and be in the final third, but he should be hovering around the eighteen yard box. He should not be the guy. Delafeu needs to be your central guy. He's the only one. And I don't know why he wasn't available. I don't know either. I, I think it's maybe a, a tactical decision, just a a, a matchup thing. But I, I, it seems like after losing Belasi, I, I think there's a lot of confusion of, of yeah. Oh, they, see, I forgot you lost Belasi because there was so much missing. Even Ghana was out there. He looked like he was way out of place. And normally, this is a guy who has a lot of skill on the ball. Sometimes he does a little bit too much, but you know, he seems like the kind of guy who could at least hold on to it in the midfield. Yeah, spray it out. I, they looked lost in the midfield. Just a couple and Lukaku was a man on an island. Yeah, that, and that that was the big issue because they had to play so defensively. Lukaku really, there wasn't much. Even if they could get him the ball, they they they, they were 
attacking, uh, you know, pressing so well that he, he he got pressure as soon as he received the ball. So there wasn't there wasn't much going on. I was surpri- I was surprised Liverpool didn't score sooner. Uh, Secondberg had a couple of really good saves uh, uh, against uh, Firmino. Firmino was just absolutely dominating. Yeah. Uh, so uh, honestly, I, I Liverpool deserved the goal. Um, and it's it. I, I thought his goal. I thought Mane's goal in stoppage time was like it was just so. It was lucky. I mean, it was the, the shot from Sturridge off the post, and Mane obviously just had the wherewithal to just keep running and, and get to the ball. Yeah, but you're seeing but, what happens when you have a set, when you have a central forward that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Like, look at Sturridge was making those opportunities. If Sturridge was in instead of Origi, that that game would have been three nil. Well, no, Origi was in. Uh, Sturridge came in on like the. 80, That's what I'm saying. 85th, if they yeah. had started Sturridge instead of Origi, oh, okay, okay. Origi missed some open shots. Yeah, you yeah. know, some really easy ones. That would have been three nil easily. Uh, yeah, just disappointing. But you, I, again, I didn't expect Liverpool. I, I didn't expect Everton to win. I, I I was hoping for that draw. That would have been cool. Yeah, but uh, this is your this is your derby. Dude, I mean, you're treating this like it's another match. No, this no, is no, no. I, I, that's not how I felt before the match. While I was watching it, I'm like, uh-huh. oh, a draw would be a, a gift <laughs> yeah, at this yeah. point. <laughs> I get what you're saying now. <laughs> this is a Christmas present. You're like, we're going to win. <laughs> yeah. And Liverpool is blue. And watch out. Here we come. And then during the match, you're like, let's just try to take a point. You <laughs> just, know, just, let's just you walk know, away with a point. Let's just try to be kind to each other. And <laughs> yeah. uh, just, like, just leave. Guys, why don't we swap jerseys right now? How about that? Right? <laughs> I just want to make sure we leave as friends. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the Everton Facebook group. Everton NYC, they have a, a Facebook group. And there's a bunch of people who talk uh, about the game. I mean, everybody was getting high. People, I saw people wearing like Everton kits under their like uh, work shirts, you know, yeah. and it was just like inspiring. I'm like, oh, this is going to be There great. was a general feeling before the match that you guys were going to be able to play with them. Well, especially after beating Arsenal. Yes. Uh, that's so they, why there's, I said a, that. <laughs> there's a, a, a certain uh, hope, you know, yeah. a little optimism because yeah. that was a big win, uh, you know. And, and then, you know, I, I had sent you the email. Ever, I'm in Everton's uh, uh, mailing list. So after the Arsenal win, I got. I got an email saying, "Hey, you want forty percent off to celebrate celebrate the Arsenal victory? The big win, <laughs> the big win. Celebrate the big win by and have forty percent off." And I was telling him, "Like, wow, everything's acting like they've never won a game before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like, let's catch it now because we don't know if we will ever see another victory. Which is smart because you're like, we're gonna have to sell these things for eighty percent <laughs> off if we lose to Liverpool. So let's just go ahead and give them the old discount right now. Yeah. So uh, look, bummer. Uh, yeah, Liverpool wins one." Nothing, Mane with uh, you know the late uh, heartbreaker, uh, but again, Liverpool deserved to win that uh, match completely. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, so Chelsea. Though this in as far as the table, this leaves uh, Chelsea, Chelsea clear up, at the top, uh, six points ahead of second place Liverpool, seven points ahead of third place Manchester City, and nine points ahead of fourth place Arsenal. Did you even need to say it? Uh, and if you are an Arsenal fan and you want to be even more upset, Tottenham is now one point away. One point, which means we continue. We lose or draw and they win. We are now in fifth and Tottenham is in fourth. Now, again, it's not the end of the season, but this is not what the table looked like three weeks ago. Yeah. It, uh... I don't know if the term capitulation is right, but it seems like that's what's happening. You don't even know what that means. I don't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue, but it feels like that's the word I should be using right at this moment. Uh, look, it's, it's there's no... I, I, even at this point, I don't think there's any... It's not necessary to, you know... Uh, 
you know, burn the house down or whatever. Or like, you know, it's not, it's not over. Right. We're not starting from scratch. But Chelsea, this. the thing with Chelsea is that they're just not losing. I mean, that, that's... And they're winning in, in great fashion. I wouldn't say that. I, I mean, they, they're playing well, but they're, you know, they won one nothing. They, they weren't yeah, completely dominant over Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, they should have beaten by more. Right. Um, but they're, they're just not losing. I mean, they're just not making mistakes. It's just like they're, they're back at Azpilicueta. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But Louise looks good, which is, I mean, so I, did you guys hear what I said? I didn't. That's <laughs> not a clip of us talking in 2009. That's me saying it right now in 2016. Yeah, almost 2017. David Luis looks good. He does look good. Everybody, uh, uh, look. Antonio Conte seems to, uh, you know, he's probably doing what Arsene Wenger is not doing and talking to his players a little bit. Yeah, uh, that's it. And with with a lot of enthusiasm, screaming at them, and oh. uh, you know, with the, with his the way he he celebrates goals like he just won the World Cup. Uh, I mean, he's a very uh, energetic with his, with man. his stupid threes company haircut. <laughs> Sorry, I I get so angry because that's the type of coach. That's the type of manager. That's the type of gaffer. God forbid Bob Bradley doesn't use the exact terms. God forbid I don't. But that's the type of leader that I want Arsenal to have, that I want my club to have. That's the, the oh, and by the way, I didn't mention, I forgot to talk about this. Maybe we'll talk about it in the next segment. But uh, that's the type of leadership that I want. I want someone who's out there, kind of tells you exactly what you need. Your, your, you know, your, your Simeones, your Contes, you know exactly what to expect. Even Pep. Pep, you know what to expect with Pep. With Arsene Wenger, I mean, I, I don't know what's happening. And I'm not, I've always been kind of an Arsene Wenger got out guy. I said at the end of last season, I wanted him gone. Same thing with this one. Do you think this is his uh, final year, Wenger? I hope so. Probably won't be. He'll probably sign another three years, but, <laughs> you know. It is, uh, I, I feel like at this point with, um, with, with how last year, with Leicester winning last year uh, and how unexpected that was, um, and then Chelsea sort of going back into the form that they've been in with, like even with like Mourinho when they won. Yeah. Um, it, it it seems like the Arsenal's out of ideas, or they're they're out of any. They need something. It, it feels like they just need something fresh because all the other teams are kind of switching. Man, look, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Manchester City have all have new managers I mean, uh, we, from we, the last. We uh, could have had this conversation for years. the last twelve years. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, and, and there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. Arsenal. You know, even in that disarray, you know, we all the managers changing. There should be some sense that Arsenal's like, oh well, we've we've we have some stability, and right. and and with that alone, that should have led to at least one title in in the last like to decade. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll look back on his career as one of the greatest of all time, but right now in the position that we're in, if this continues to happen, then he has to go. He's not going to, and this is wasted breath, but mm-hmm. he has to. Uh, well, um, yeah, what are you going to do? This uh, This is uh, Arsenal's, as uh, every Arsenal fan says, this is Arsenal's year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is their only chance. Uh, I wish Mane would have scored a thousand on you. <laughs> <laughs> Quit bringing this up. Oh, yeah, but it, I, I guess it, it feels like unless something happens to Chelsea, I know um, Diego Costa is missing their next match, and he's uh, the Premier League's leading goal scorer. Yeah. Um. So it looks like I hope you know maybe that might have an effect, but uh, I mean it looks like Chelsea's going to be up there for a while. I know I've been reading a lot of stuff that said that history says that Chelsea will win already by this point of the year, and with, and with this lead, no no team has lost. Uh, yeah, the Premier League title. Great. 
<laughs> this is what I this is kind of what I don't like about the Premier League, where, where at least in the MLS you have the playoffs, so they could there's something that you like. It's dire right now. It's already what 17 games in, and it's already. I mean, but that this this is why the first few weeks of MLS don't matter as much. Which is a shame. Yeah, I w- I, we've had this discussion, but yeah. they, but th- I don't. So there's li- two sides to that. Coin. I, I don't like this feeling of like, oh, oh well, Chelsea's going to win already. I mean, so this is like, soccer, whatever. though. This is soccer yeah, everywhere yeah. in the world. It's just a bummer. Just You've got to win, and it's a balanced schedule. So as of right now, you know we have to win. Oh right. Um, we're not going to do another segment. I just realized we're at forty minutes. So why don't we just continue this conversation? Oh sure. Yeah. What were you going to stop now? Yeah. I was going to say, did you hear that Patrick Vieira went to uh, Sevilla to watch Sampaoli? Yeah, that's right. I mean, have I not been praising Sampaoli on this podcast you from have. day one? From day one. I have been saying. Maybe day two, but whatever. It could have been day two. <laughs> I, I want him to be our national team coach. Look what he did with Chile. I want him to be uh, Arsenal's manager. I want him to be uh, anywhere where there's soccer involved, a team I like. That's who I want. Sampaoli's incredible. And Patrick Vieira went over there to watch because, uh, you know, Pep is different than, you know, Manuel Pellegrini was. Mm-hmm. And Pep likes this, uh, you know, sort of constant attacking football. Sampaoli is very different, but some of the things that they do are kind of similar. What, what are Sampaoli's strengths? Do you know? Sampaoli has like a very, so he's, all right, Marco uh, Bielsa. Right, Bielsa is famous for sort of doing this three-man back line. Wait, who's, who's Bielsa? Explain it like I don't know. I don't know any of these. People. He's he's an Argentinian who's out of his mind, basically. Okay, so, so he but he he coached. The- he's a wild card. He's been. Um, I believe he coached the Argentinian national team. So I'm drawing a blank. Okay, for I'll, some I'll reason. Look it up. Yeah, Bielsa is famous for. He taught. Imagine Klopp and uh, and 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 uh, Schmidt. So Klopp is known for gegenpressing. pressing. Schmidt is known for like aggressive gegenpressing. pressing. Mm-hmm. Right. Same thing. Bielsa is known for this sort of fluid system uh, where the central defender is almost like a forward sweeper. Plays like a really really important role. The central defender. Yeah. Bielsa. Uh, he managed the Ar- Ar- Argentina and and Chile. And Chile. There you go. That's right. Because Sampaoli took over for him, mm-hmm. um, or took over after him. And he's his student. Sampaoli is his student. So Sampaoli... His, his Padawan. His Padawan. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Is that a Star Wars reference? <laughs> yes, it is. Look All at right. you. I'm proud of you. Look at you. You're the rogue one. <laughs> um, so... Basically, not central defender, meaning central defensive midfielder plays an incredibly important role, kind of the fulcrum, right? But it's a lot of pressing and it's a lot of not giving up on the ball. And as soon as you lose the ball, you've got like four seconds to get it back. And the team presses like one big unit. It's it's a very incredible style of, of football and it's very hard to play against, right? So uh, uh, Bielsa taught it to... Uh, Sampoli. Sampoli took it to the next level where he sort of uses it's hard to explain, but imagine three backs. Your central defender goes sort of directs them where to go. So your central midfielder, I should say, your central defensive midfielder sort of is the one that sort of channels versus a very high line, and he's the one who brings them back and forward. And he also springs the attack. So it's a lot. It's like Medell was the one for uh, Chile for a while. And then your forwards are sort of free to do what they want up front, which is why like Vargas and Alexis uh, when they play for Chile, right? So this style is just incredible, and we as Americans could play that style, right? So I always wanted him, but now... It looks like NYCFC may be learning a few things. Yeah. This is a great style to play with when you don't have the most gifted technicians, but you have smart football minds. This is a great style to play. So I think it's perfect for Americans, and I think it's going to be perfect for NYCFC. It's going to be exciting to see what he possibly learned. 
That is pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I know the name San Paoli, so I know that the yeah, I'm sure like it's a good guy to learn a couple things uh, yeah. from. But Dude, they, he won he won Copa America twice. But this would be nice to see at, uh, at NYCFC. Even um, uh, well, well Vieira already kind of uh, focuses uh, a lot on attacking, and yeah, his his mentality is uh, let's just score more than they do. Right, but he also has like a he has the tiki taka right now, you mm-hmm. know, which is maybe a much more direct version of tiki taka, which is we want position, but we want to get it to the final third quickly. Yeah, um, Sampaoli's is a lot more erratic and a lot more. Um, on pressing and getting players out of position on the other team and sort of, you know, really, really putting a ton of pressure on that back line. It's going to be, if he learns anything from somebody, it's going to be great to see what he does in the MLS because I think that style easily immediately translates in the MLS. Not very different from what Jesse Marsh tries to do or really what they did during that 7-0 uh, match, which is just constant pressure on yeah. the other team. I mean, I mean, it seemed like a little much, you know. They, I, I, Tone I, it down. I, yeah, I didn't Ryan? agree with uh, BWP just literally putting his uh, foot on uh, on <laughs> Josh Sand, uh, Saunders' throat. Josh Saunders' throat. <laughs> like, yeah. you didn't need to do that. That was a bit much. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, since we're not uh, stopping segment, let's uh, talk about a couple of the things we spoke on our, on our new video series. That's right, which we haven't named yet. We haven't named yet, but it, uh, it'll be up uh, soon. It, it's, yeah. it's us doing basically doing Cool Against Corner, just talking about the news while playing FIFA. While playing FIFA. Uh, and, you know, so it's a, it's, a, it's a fun one, so uh, make sure you check that out. But we talked about a couple of things. Uh, Carlos Tevez uh, from uh, the, the uh, he's, he's Argentinian. 